0: Up NBA fans, this is episode three of our mini episode series covering the NBA Finals, and we just had Game Three. Lakers, Miami. Lakers had a 2-0 lead. Uh, no Bam at a bio again. No Gore and Dragic. Just Jimmy Butler, Kelly Olenek, Miles Leonard, uh, Kendrick Nunn, and the rest of the boys, and coming out with a huge, huge win here against the Lakers. What? 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 An awful, disgusting game. Uh, I mean, I, we, we can all guess if this Miami Heat had their back against the wall and they were going to come out fighting in the first and the second, but we re- I really thought that the short rotation and the two big, two strong Los Angeles Lakers were really going to exert themselves in that third quarter and by the fourth, it was going to be a done deal. Instead, we got something, basically what me and you, me and you Sean, have been saying, that the only shot Miami Heat had is if one if LeBron and AD had a bad night and uh Jimmy Butler went nuclear supernova and the rest of the boys at the Miami Heat jerseys had some great games behind them as well and guess what the stars aligned maybe who knows we can discuss that if this was a lucky win or maybe this they're onto something but nonetheless Jimmy Butler getting the third 40 point triple double in finals history he joins Jerry West in 1969 who had his 40 point triple double against the Boston Celtics and LeBron, J- LeBron James in 2015 against uh, against a, a really great Warriors team. And it's a very similar situation with LeBron James going up against a great team, a favorite in the Warriors. And Jimmy Butler right now finds himself almost in that same scenario where he's got his two best players her, And it's just him against the all-time favorite. Uh, but he made it happen tonight. We criticized this man for not shooting the ball. And tonight he played all but all but what three minutes of this game, 20 field goal attempts, 14 for 20, really showing up, showing the Lakers that this is a man that is not in the top 20. He is also someone that wants to knock on the door of the top five NBA player. And you can put him in the top 20 in the regular season, but all this man cares about right now is the NBA finals. And he showed up and on the Lakers side, discussing performance in the first quarter, turnover after turnover. from their side, Miami, great energy, but it was all L.A., just goofy passes, not paying attention, not coming out sharp. And I think the only best way to describe, I think, is this is the exact example of what happens when you come out uh, not old, not confident in yourself, but just straight up arrogant. And that's the difference right there. What is the difference between being a confident and being arrogant is not giving respect to the process and not giving respect to the opponent the NBA Finals this is a tough place to win. Just because you're up 2-0 does not mean you're going to walk into the next two victories. And the Miami Heat are still, last time I checked, they're, they still got NBA players on that roster. They still got great players, Jimmy Butler, uh, Tyler Hero, and some other guys who have been in the playoffs with their backs against the wall. And the Lakers did not give that respect to these guys, and they ended up turning the ball over. Not running their sets correctly, not really adjusting to what Miami Heat was doing to them. And Anthony Davis just not playing smart basketball out there, not adjusting as well. The reps calling two quick fouls on him. And then he just never looked like himself the rest of the game. Um plus or minus, negative 26 for LeBron, for Anthony Davis. We gotta call him out from that. We called out Tyler Hero last game. Anthony Davis just a crucial part, and he comes out plus or minus, negative 26. Duncan Robinson plus or my, a plus of twenty seven, Tyler Hero plus one, slightly better. But you know, he probably could do a little bit better himself. But what I I, I just I, I feel unhappy. Unhappy is not even the right word. I just don't even know what word to use to describe how just frustrated
1: I feel with that game. Yeah, I mean, I think I think you've got out quite a bit, Alan. I think there's still some more feelings we're gonna have to get you to work through to to feel better going going into this upcoming week here. But man, that was some sort of game mm-hmm. by the Miami Heat, man. I mean, they came out with that game one energy. Um, I mean, they had Bam out of Bio Gordon Drogic back then, obviously, but the guys came out. Jimmy Butler came out aggressive. The whole team was playing amazing defense. And it looked like they just got the upper hand on the Lakers, but we've seen that before in game one. They did that. I thought it was just going to be the same thing where by the end of the first, and it kind of was the Lakers were only down three points at the end of the first quarter. I was like, Oh, okay. Like they had 10 turnovers in that first quarter and they were only down three points at that point. I was like, yeah, this is a done deal. The Lakers aren't going to get 10 turnovers every quarter. So they're just going to come out and they're going to, they're going to slap them. And, that didn't happen. We waited through the second quarter. Miami Heat's still up. Third quarter. Miami Heat's still up. Fourth quarter, man. And they just played the full 48 minutes. I mean, <laughs> Jimmy Butler literally almost played the full yeah. 48 minutes. It was it was an amazing performance all around. I mean, you even had Myers Leonard. I thought he had played yep. pretty well. And they highlighted a lot in this in this game specifically the energy that he provides, not just on the floor, but off the floor. Mm-hmm. He was talking the whole time. He, he was encouraging his teammates. He, he had really good defensive communication with Jimmy Butler um, on those pick and rolls with LeBron James to try to slow him down a little bit. And so I think, I mean, that was a great, that's a great guy to have on your team, man. I, I gained a little bit more respect for Myers Leonard. This is a guy that, he started on this team for most of the regular season. And in the playoffs, he's been absolutely mm-hmm. nothing. They haven't even tried to play him and then for this guy to be like okay you now you gotta step up bam's hurt let's, let's see what you got and he gave them as many minutes as they allow him and I think he made the most of them so I honestly think Ken- Kelly Olynyk was totally. a big part of this too for them I mean sev- 17 points off the bench on five and nine shooting dude looked confident for a guy that also really mm-hmm. hasn't been playing a lot and, and two steals as well great defense and it was going pound for pound with Dwight Howard and Anthony Davis down there, trying to get some of those rebounds. He got seven of them. So that was a big thing that even Jimmy Butler mentioned in the post-game interview is that uh, they rebounded way better. I mean, they still got out-rebounded, but the I think it was only, yeah, 43 yeah, to six. 37 on total rebounds that the Lakers were ahead, which when you're the Lakers and you have all that size on the other team, that discrepancy should yeah, be a I lot mean, more.
0: Yeah, let's just, you know, Miami Heat, like, I guess we could keep going on about what the Lakers did bad, but we got to give credit to Miami Heat, and I think you highlighted big points here. Miles Leonard, 13, 13, a short 13 minutes, but didn't miss a single shot here, three for three. Um, He even Hmm. knocked down one three and just, yeah, in that first quarter, he was the one, (laughs) he was the disruptor there on Dwight Howard. He, I mean, Mm -hmm. God, like, there was some cheap foul from Anthony Davis, and Miles Leonard totally sold it to the refs, and... Again, like Anthony Davis, just didn't could not adjust to the way they were calling this game. Just getting little ticky tack fouls, but yeah, Kelly Olynyk, five for nine, three for five, seven rebounds, seventeen points, uh, just giving them energy. Solomon Hill, just won- the Lakers were creeping Solomon up, Hill. yeah, and this Guys guy just won. hits the three right there just to deflate the Lakers' energy just a little <laughs> bit more. Andre Iguodala, seventeen minutes, and he got he found himself matched up against Davis a couple of times and it wasn't just one on one but just all the all the Miami Heat players sticking to a game plan that clearly our expulser drew up where you're just going to swarm the paint and not let Anthony Davis get one single clean shot and they threw everybody Jay Crowder Andre Iguodala Kelly Olynyk all these guys just completely swarming the man and it worked it got into his head he got into foul trouble and then once he was back out there he t- couldn't combat that swarm and find some good shots for the For the Lakers there, so the Miami Heat, their guys, Duncan Robinson, another bad shooting night, but the dude played 39 minutes. Eric Spolster kept him in there. And he made some good drives, got through some fouls out there, uh, and just knocked down some crucial shots in the fourth quarter. Tyler Hero as well kind of got off to a bad shooting night. Two for seven from three. But 36 minutes, again, just keeping the energy for Eric Spolster and the rest of the Miami Heat just to give him enough for Jimmy Butler to carry them home and knock down some crucial shots there in the fourth quarter.
1: Yeah, and what I really want to highlight with um, those two guys specifically duncan robinson wasn't very good offensively in this game that that's very apparent but what he did do was played really good help defense on the pick and roll when jimmy butler was guarding lebron james he did this thing where he'd he'd come off the screen and he'd angle lebron towards jimmy butler's direction so whenever LeBron would go to make a move, Jimmy Butler was there and gave him some more time to recover that way and I thought that was really smart, and I noticed him doing that where he'd like kind of kind of almost shoulder check LeBron a little bit to like force him in a certain direction, and it seemed to work pretty well. Obviously LeBron had an amazing game, but I think it definitely wore him down on the offensive end and made him less of a factor on the defensive end, and it made him work for it, so I thought Duncan Robinson was. More than a shooter in this game. A a true 3 and D guy in this scenario. And then Tyler Harrow honestly Mm -hmm. had a terrible game. I think he was 3 of 15 with like 4 minutes left in the 4th quarter. He just came off of a terrible 3 point shot that was wide open. He totally bricked it. And then Jimmy Butler goes and passes in the ball. He shoots with, I think, Alex Caruso's hand right in his face, and he drains the three, and that got him going. Then he had, that, uh, he had that score on Rondo, and he just had all the confidence to help the Heat close this game out. So I think that's props to Jimmy Butler, man, for going to this 20-year-old kid and being like, look, you haven't shot well all night. Well, I'm still going to give you the ball because I, we, we need you to close yeah, this game I out think- right now.
0: I mean, Jimmy Butler is definitely the man to highlight here. But all these guys just collect the in collection. I mean, individually, outside of Jimmy Butler, nothing really stands out. I think maybe call it Kelly Olenek's game really stands out. But it's all collectively. This team collectively just made it a nightmare for LeBron. I mean, you got those back-to-back travels when he tried to go inside and just do LeBron bully basketball. Yeah. But this team stuck on and made things hard for LeBron. If he tried the spin move, there was another Miami Heat player right there waiting for you. If, if Le- Every time LeBron hit the free throw line, there was two guys ready to swarm him again. Even when he tried to get the pick switch from from Butler to Duncan Robinson, because it was clear that's who he was hunting for, uh, Duncan Robinson and Jimmy Butler mm-hmm. were ready to make it, make it not straightforward for LeBron to get Duncan Robinson and take him one-on-one. Everything was difficult for LeBron. Everything was difficult for Davis. I think LeBron handled it a little bit better. Davis just com- it just completely took him out of this game
1: no rhythm at all and this kind of reminds me of games four and five in the lakers series what they did to exactly the early foul trouble is such a killer like even even if he didn't commit a foul after gosh i don't even know like 10 minutes or two minutes into the third quarter 10 minutes left in the third quarter he didn't have a foul after that and he played most of the second half of the game but he never got into a rhythm i mean he shot nine times Mark, Markeith Morris shot 13 times. Kuzma also shot 13 times. Even Rondo shot eight times. At this point, Anthony Davis is nothing more than a role player. And if that's what he's going to be in in this type of game, then the Heat do have a chance. Yeah, they're definitely going to lose.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, when you look at Anthony Davis and LeBron James last game combined 62 points, this game, 15 points from Anthony Davis. Where are you going to get that math from? And I mean, the Lakers tried hard and they found it from some guys off the bench. So I think they got to give some props to these guys. Even that petition going around that Kyle Kuzma doesn't deserve a ring. That's extremely laughable. But it's a thing. It's a thing. It's on Twitter. There, It's got like over a thousand people signed. But Kyle Kuzma... Man, he he kept the Lakers within reach. Markeith Morris as well. I mean, it's questionable whether you should have ran so many plays for these guys. But they were the only people outside of LeBron actually knocking shots down. Kyle Kuzma, 6 for 13, 4 for 8. 50% from the 3. That's huge for Kuzma's 19 points. Uh, Markeith Morris, 6 for 13, 5 for 11. Almost identical uh, stat line. 19 points. I mean, he hit that big 3 uh, to bring the Lakers back within 5 there in the 4th quarter. But they just could not capitalize on it from with anybody else davis only one shot attempt in the fourth quarter i'm not really sure if that's frank vogel if that's anthony davis not being aggressive enough lebron james not finding the ball for him not getting him the ball um but the lakers were throwing they were throwing bodies out there like because the starters were no shows danny green 0 for six caldwell poe one for five oh. um, Dwight howard i mean I mean, he comes in there, he, he does his physical game, two for two, two for so two. <laughs> can't fault him too much, 15 minutes, which is usually what you see from Howard. But I mean, everybody else, we somebody's got to show up. Uh, Rondo, two for eight, Caruso, one for mm-hmm. four. Uh, again, Danny Green, we need a little bit more than that. And we didn't, I feel like we didn't even see Danny Green for most of that second half. Just, Just Frank Vogel was just like no belief in him or something.
1: Well, I mean, the guy was 0 yeah. of 6 from the floor, and it's not like any of his other previous performances have been encouraging. It's just crazy to me that this guy, who should be a primary defender on Jimmy Butler, they size up very cl- similarly to each other. How he is a complete non-factor in this series, and honestly, the playoffs as a whole. This is a guy you're paying $15 million a year to be the role of, of your primary three-point shooter and defensive Yeah. Stopper, and he's not doing any of that. I mean, I I don't really understand what's wrong with him because I mean, we even saw was it in the second or the third quarter after Anthony Davis had his third foul, they brought yeah, in Jr. Smith <laughs> as the substitute again. We saw we saw another Jr. Smith appearance out of nowhere, and that's just a weird substitution in any circumstance. Three. I'm sorry but the this, just to say that you're rather go with J.R. Smith and whatever he might be able to do versus Danny Green is saying a lot to me like that that is a big warning sign like Danny Green might, might be in a really bad headspace right now maybe there's something off the court going on with him but it, it something seems yeah, really I, I don't wrong there. I don't
0: know what what happens there like I think Frank Vogel is a good enough coach to trust his guys this is a this is somebody you've been rolling with all year and just not to even put him there. You're you're exactly right. To close the second quarter wasn't there. Uh, in without in the fourth quarter, he just wasn't didn't make an appearance either. Even when Jimmy Butler was just scorching KCP, LeBron it was like almost take your pick from players on the wing that the Lakers had out there. I'm surprised we didn't see at least another Danny Green uh, appearance to let him redeem himself a little bit here. Uh so I'm really hoping you that some yeah some weird mental thing isn't going on where this guy has become unplayable it seems to clo- to close games but J.R. Smith uh he just J.R. Smithing again you know to close <laughs> that that three point <laughs> oh. corner attempt or he catches the ball yeah he, he took yeah, to he takes a weird dribble there. and bounces over to the corner and f- turn around fade away <laughs> with nobody in front of him and nobody chasing him what that's just J.R. Smith is game. And that's not what the Lakers need right now. What they need is they need guys who can consistently shoot and get back to Laker basketball rebound and figure out a way to break this Miami heat zone defense and the way they're just clogging up Anthony Davis. I mean, it's not like it's something the Lakers haven't seen. Denver did the same thing to them. The Rockets at times as well. So this is definitely something beatable for the Lakers. They just need to get themselves back into it, and Anthony Davis has got to bounce back and get away from this
1: 6-for-9. Um, bad. Just crap. <laughs> putrid. Putrid performance. Yeah, and like, th- this is all a reaction to Game 3 and not the series as a whole. Because, I I mean, obviously you changed your vote from a, from a five-game series to a sweep last podcast, and maybe you're regretting that a little bit right now. Um, but we kind of knew in the back of our heads throughout most of this series that it was going to be a five-game series most likely and I I don't think my my opinion definitely has not changed about that I don't know if yours has or if you think that this is a sign of things to come for the Miami Heat but I'm still at a five-game series for the Lakers and this is just I I think when you go up 2-0 it makes it really hard to come back and say, let's go up 3-0 and have more motivation than the team that if they know that they lose this game, the series is completely over. Having your back against the wall, you just can't match that same energy a lot of the time. And so I think that's what makes game threes really hard for a team that's up 2-0. It's just you have no motivation. You're still up 2-1 now. And you're like, OK, now we'll just go and win the, win the next two and they'll still yeah, be a five-game series. Yeah, I mean, I still series.
0: think it's five games. You're right. Um, I did just see some things that kind of scared me a little bit. The turnovers was awful, but I think the Lakers can fix that. I think Frank Fogas oh, yeah. has got to figure out a way to fight the way they are swarming Anthony Davis or Anthony Davis needs to adjust. Uh, if I don't know if it if it was that, if that was enough to beat his mental mentality out of this game, but we need more than just one field goal attempt. Uh, in the fourth quarter. And the other thing is this Miami Heat is doing a good job totally of, of hunting the Lakers' Achilles heel. And again, it's swarming the paint and forcing them to shoot three. 42 sh- sh- attempts from the three-point line, 33% shooting, which is like that below-league average percentage that the, we're used to seeing from the Lakers. But if most of that offense is coming from the three-point line, then I think this is the result that the Lakers can will potentially see. So they need to adjust and get back to get back to their game. It's inside and getting some strong getting some strong buckets in there. Um, as far as what the Miami Heat need to do, they need to somehow continue to find that source of energy that's going to give Jimmy Butler the ability to also <laughs>
1: continue almost playing 48
0: minutes and yeah. shooting this ridiculous percentage. I don't
1: know if he has anything. L- <laughs> I don't know if he has anything left, man. Like this, this, he looked completely exhausted by the end of this game. This is the second game in a row he's played 45 minutes. There's just no way he can keep this up for even one more game, I think. I think that was it. Like, He, he honestly did everything he could to win this game, and all props to him, but it's n- there's just no way he can repeat this even like and this one is the, more the, time. Uh,
0: the other point is he might it's, not have to, because we m- could see Bam out of bio come back for game four. And I'm not so, I'm not so
1: sure how to react to that. Um Well, I mean, how likely is that? Cause I don't know. Either. I don't know. I, it looks like he's definitely mm-hmm. closer than Dragic. That's for sure. I don't know if Dragic yeah, we're going to see I him at it. all because I think I, yeah. And I think teams are learning like at least teams that go to the NBA finals don't play your injured guys because then they end up like Clay Thompson. And yeah, Kevin or I mean,
0: he just, I feel like that injury Goran Dragic has is just going to make him, his mobility so tough that his, it's just, he's going to be a liability. Yeah, out he there. won't be the same. Uh, but in your eyes, Sean, what does mm-hmm. this Miami Heat need to
1: do to potentially come back and win a game four? Win a game four? Give Jimmy Butler a fresh yeah. pair of legs, man. A <laughs> fresh pair of legs and a fresh pair of lungs. This. That I, I just don't think there's a way. I don't think there's a single way except, like, get. I think they have to stick with the same formula, I guess would be the best answer to that. Get Anthony Davis in foul trouble early and make LeBron have mm-hmm. to do all the heavy lifting because it worked really well this game. I and mean, 40 points between them, man. Like, Jimmy yeah. Butler had 40 points himself. So I think AD is definitely more susceptible to losing motivation and kind of feeling sorry for himself versus LeBron, who's just, you know, he's going to have a good game anytime. He had eight turnovers, but I, I still think he had a good game at the end of the day. Anthony Davis is more mopey. So if they can get in his head early, get him in foul trouble again, that's how they win game four. But even then, Jimmy Butler would have to have another triple double type performance. And Bam have, yeah. would have to be back. And that's, I agree. that's the formula. Looking forward
0: to game four. The Lakers, I think they'll clean up those, their turnovers and they just need to adjust to this Miami Heat energy and, or somehow match it. And let's get Danny Green some good shots. Let's come on. This man needs to bounce back. Um, but, I mean, you're totally right. When we were looking to the series, nobody, I don't think, thought a sweep. We kind of all thought five or six. We knew mm-hmm. this Miami Heat team was hungry. And Jimmy Butler was a, is a rising star, and that's exactly what we saw tonight. And they have some veterans in there, uh, Andre Iguodala, Jay Crowder, guys like that. Eudannis Haslam on the bench. Not sure. I'm sure he's has a valuable impact on all these young guys. So exactly. So yeah, again, motivation. the Lakers. They, I think, they got a punch in the gut, and they saw what happens when you don't balance confidence and arrogance well enough so i think this team has seen the miami heat at their best and now i think frank vogels ready to make a, an adjustment similar to what we saw in the nuggets similar to what we saw when they played against the rockets so i'm a little 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 you know little angry but i do expect the lakers to adjust and i look forward to game 4
1: how angry were you during this game i was so game?
0: frustrated i i was just laying down and i was like okay Okay, Lakers are coming. Lakers are coming. And then lead went up to A, and I was like, okay, I'm up now. Now nah, 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 now, I'm concerned. I'm now I'm really concerned. Now. I really thought they were going to take this
1: game. <laughs> but no no dies here. Uh, you were laying down even, too. Lakers were laying down just it, like you, man. Exactly. Nobody saw it coming. Exactly.
0: They must have been. But I just, uh, we've got to take this game for it and, and close this off before this Miami Heat gets any glimmer of hope from a
1: Bam out of bio return. Yeah, cause yeah, this is even just even if he doesn't play the next game, he'd still have a pretty good chance to play game five, I think, cause that that'd give him like a full week of rest. And even then, obviously, it's not a big deal, but uh, you don't want to even entertain the idea that the Heat have a chance. Like you want them to still feel defeated, and that's what this game did. Honestly, is made the Heat feel like the Lakers yeah. aren't indestructible. And it made me feel that way, too. Like, oh, they bleed. You know, (laughs) it was like a Thanos moment where Iron Man made him bleed. You know, it's like this isn't just going to be the Lakers beating up on them every game. We were saying we were joking Lakers by 39 at the start of this game. And I am actually really happy, honestly, that the Heat made this a great game because it was was a terrible NBA finals. Let's be real. As an NBA fan. This is a terrible NBA Finals up until this point. And so now you actually inject some interest into this series. And I mean, Lakers fans are going to be way more invested. It's not just a free ride to the title. You still got to earn it. Like we were saying on the last podcast, it doesn't matter about the injuries because this is what can happen. You have all these guys step up when you, you can't match the energy. You still got to go out there and win the games, man. You got to earn it. It doesn't just get handed to the Lakers. So... Yeah, Lakers got to come out with that energy, and I think they will. A Lebron, a Lebron-led team is yeah. not going to falter. I do in this expect type him to make some
0: some adjustment. If Anthony Davis is just cannot make it happen, then it's got to be Lebron time. And the Co NBA Finals MVP conversations that are happening on social media, we got to throw that out the window. And yeah, Lebron no. take control of the nope. take control of this <laughs> series if you have to. And let's bring it. Let's bring it home. And. Doris Burke, I was listening to it on the radio the first quarter, and she she made a great observation to sum up the game as the Lakers just looked like they were playing the Miami Heat in November, you know, game 15 of the NBA regular Mm. season, whereas the Miami Heat was playing this as appropriately (laughs) as they could. It's it's basically an elimination Mm -hmm. game for them. Uh, And Lakers were just never truly ever able to match that. Frank Vogel made some weird attempt. With throwing J.R. Smith and Caruso and Morris at the just weird, bizarre lineups. <laughs> uh, and it, it just didn't really happen. But I will say this the Lakers were fortunate enough yeah. that you know they were within 10 for, for
1: most of this game. Yeah, and just yeah, one last props to Jimmy Butler, dude. This this dude played out of his mind. Some of those mid-range shots were very kawhi esque even, even kind of, even a little better than Kawhi. Like he just elevated his game to an all new level, and obviously it's not sustainable. But for this one game, that was something special, and it was it was pretty amazing. Yeah, I to mean watch he him. was
0: challenged. I don't think me and you were the only ones who criticized the the attempts he took and the amount of offensive aggression he had out there. But I think he heard it, and he himself, I'm sure he himself knew it, and he answered mm-hmm. the call and. 40 solid triple-double points with efficient shooting, and the Lakers had KCP. LeBron, LeBron made some damage a couple times, but ultimately it didn't matter who the Lakers were throwing at Butler. He he was going to make something happen.
1: Yeah, for as much as we talk about how indestructible the Lakers seem, like Jimmy Butler seemed mm-hmm. indestructible this game. He, got throw, he threw his body into guys. He got whacked. He got... Pushed around and he pushed back every time. He got back up every time. There was a few instances where, you're like, man, like Jimmy Butler's just getting battered this game, but he kept getting up and he kept dominating yeah, he up until the very hard. end. It, yeah, it, it took was that something hard special. Hit from
0: Rondo, uh,
1: that was the big he got one. got back yeah. up
0: and still <laughs> closed the fourth quarter for his team like an almost champ. <laughs> yeah, like an almost <laughs> well, champ.
1: Yeah. Acting exactly. like a champion, a man who, we'll a, say that A man yeah, who wants think to that's, win a basketball yeah.
0: game That's what he was playing like Well, to close it off, Sean What are we thinking? Game 4 Lakers, he what are you, what are you, What's
1: your prediction here? Win and score I gotta go with the classic I won't I won't do with our classic Lakers by 19 I'll, I'll go with Lakers by Like 12 though I'm gonna keep a little bit cautious I'm going Lakers 5 Lakers by 5 yeah, I think that's good. You don't want to mix up the the juju anymore. I think you usually predict the Lakers win by a little bit, and the accep- Yeah, I think the Miami Heat you. might have
0: figured, might have cracked the Rubik's cube <laughs> a little bit, and I think, uh, and but I, I mean, it's supported by their energy, so I'm not so sure they'll be able to sustain that. But I mm-hmm. think they'll cause enough enough noise to make it close.
1: Yeah. All right. I I respect it, but I, I'm a very, I'm much more excited to see this game for than if the Lakers had taken this handily again. So I will say that for at least the NBA fan standpoint, it's going to make it a much more interesting game.
0: All right. Thanks everybody for tuning in. And you
1: already know we'll be, we'll be jumping on and covering
0: game four with our thoughts and reactions. So tune in everybody.
1: Yes, sir. See you guys on Tuesday.